Hey, Relevant Development community, are you ready to take your leadership to new heights? Begin your journey with the Raise the Bar Leadership Group. With only 25 spots available, transform your leadership in just 90 days through dynamic weekly sessions, well-crafted strategies, and a supportive community. Discover the art of leading with authenticity, strength, and influence. You can secure your spot by messaging me the word leader to info at weraisethebar.com. That's info at weraise, R-A-I-Z-E, thebar.com. Anyone can hold a position, but not everyone can raise the bar. Let's lead boldly with intentionality and purpose. If you're ready, DM me the word leader. Now let's get back to the show. If you want to raise the bar on your growth, whether it's personal or professional, this is the podcast for you. We are here to teach, mold, and grow you to make your development relevant. This is the Relevant Development Podcast. And now, the host, your personal and professional development coach, Juan Alvarado. Alvarado. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Relevant Development Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Today is a very special day. Today is episode one. And so I want to thank you so much for joining my journey and bringing you relevant development to your growth. So in this podcast, real quick, just a quick overview, we're going to hit on everything development-wise, professional development, personal development, so in that leadership, how to take on change, how to be a transformational leader, how to be a servant leader, how to be better at work, how to be better at home. We're going to cover health. We're going to cover finances. We're going to cover how to be a better mom, dad. We're going to go over different types of assessments, strengths assessment, disc assessment, Myers-Briggs, going all over your development. I want to make sure that it's relevant and meaningful to you. So be prepared to grow. So if you're a woman, helping you to become a better woman. If you're a man, helping you to become a better man. If you're a husband, wife, brother, sister, daughter, helping you dial it in to become the better you, like the natural ability, God-given, talented person that is you. And so we want to work on your development. We're not trying to necessarily, quote-unquote, improve you, work on developing from the ground up, little things, big things. This is the podcast for you. Before we get into it, let me just introduce myself. You all know my name, Juan Alvarado. I am a leadership consultant. I'm a Gallup certified Gallup Strengths Finder coach. I'm a husband. I am a father to three wonderful boys. I've been married for 15, going on 16 years, and could not be happier. And so I felt the need that it was time in my growth as a leader. So, leader from police department, from United States Army, being deployed, uh, being a director of programs, being a leadership coach and trainer. Now I'm going into different organizations and working with their managers and supervisors and then working with their teams. And so what I do as Juan Alvarado, CEO of Raise the Bar, is Raise the Bar is the LLC that I created. And we go into organizations and work specifically with their leaders and managers, and we help their teams. We even got into schools and school districts where we worked on the administration and worked with uh, teachers and their students, specifically more high school, but we've done junior high as well. And so we want to be in the space and we want to be synonymous with helping their leaders and the staff or the teacher and the students become better. Because I truly believe that the issue in this world today is a, and all over, no matter where you look, is a heart and person issue 
or problem and a relationship issue or problem. And that also sums in communication. Communication builds relationships and those relationships build up both the teacher and the student or the leader and the staff. And so I really felt the need to do a podcast, which is why I called it Relevant Development. So thank you so much for being here. Today is episode one. And so let's get into it. Today is just going to be me. So you're stuck with me for the next uh, 20 minutes or so. I will be bringing on some very special guests that I already have lined up. And some of them, I'm waiting for some responses from them. And it's going to be a great, a great show. And so the reason why I want to have this podcast be about 20, 25 minutes is I want it to fill up your commute to work or from work home. And so you're ready to go. But here's the thing. I say this about affirmations. I say this about podcasts and books and the help that you get from other people. It's all crap. Juan, your podcast is crap? Yes, it is. <laughs> However, it's crap to you unless you use it. Actions help those affirmations. You can say you're great, you're good, you're smart, but unless you put those actions into play, it's not going to help you. You can say, I'm going to make $1,000 today, but if you don't do actions and you sit on your ass all day, guess what? It's not going to happen. Actions are the things that make those affirmations true. Actions are those things that make that work ethic true. Actions are the things that make you better. You will not get better by sitting on your butt because those books that you read are just going to collect dust. The podcast that you're listening to is just going to waste your time. And those seminars that you go to is just going to be a waste of money and time unless you back it up with action. And so the first thing that I want you to do is take action today. Take notes on your phone, piece of paper. Don't just listen. Don't just write. Put it into action. So what I want to talk today about is not necessarily my story, but how I kind of hit rock bottom and bounced back. I want to talk about that bounce. I think a lot of people go through crap. All of us go through crap. I think there's a saying that says the wind blows on everybody, but it's how you set your sails. And I believe it was Babe Ruth who said, yesterday's home run does not win today's game. So what if you had it great before? Maybe you're, you're stuck now. And who cares if you were stuck or broken before, but that's not who you are today. And that's not who you are going to be. We have to make a change. And so there was a process that started to change. And so I want to tell you a quick story of how I started to make this change. So I'm frustrated with the lack of work because I had just left my job and nothing else to go to. We'll get into that story a different time. I had my son sitting on the floor eating pieces of a sandwich. I had made peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I cut into pieces. He was just learning to kind of eat, kind of sucking on his food. And I remember crying out to God and being like, why did you have me leave the police department? Long story short, came back from being deployed from overseas with the United States Army and Operation Iraqi Freedom, came back, became a police officer, did that for a while. And then I just said, I'm done with it. And I left. So now I didn't have anything to go to. And I got a lot of slack from my parents. I got a slack from friends and family. And I had some friends that came in and my wife came in to totally support the decision that I had made. Fast forward, got a job, moved my way up as a staff, a lead, a manager, then a director. I had always led. I've always been in leadership positions. And so it was a humbling moment when I started from the bottom and I worked my way up. 
and then recently left my job after 11 years so I can teach specifically on leadership. And so I started an LLC called Raise the Bar, and that's what Raise the Bar is. And I said in the beginning, and so this is kind of the journey, but that bounce back, that yelling at God in the living room with my son eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and he's looking at me, can't really talk, he's kind of still babbling about looking at me kind of concerned that I'm interrupting his uh, door, the Explorer. And I'm in tears saying, God, why did you have me leave a great job, benefits, retirement, like everything? I'm looking at my son. I'm thinking about my wife who's working, I want to say at that time, maybe two jobs or she wasn't working. She's like, oh, I guess I'm going to get a job or she had had a job. And she's like, well, I'll just get another job. Like, shout out to you women out there that are listening. Like us men, we're hard workers, but oh my goodness, like the women workers out there to be a mom, to work, you know, one, two jobs or whatever, to be, to try to hustle, to, to make ends meet. Like you guys are warriors. I'm just in awe of my wife and she is a blessing. I'm lucky to have her and her work ethic is amazing. And so she's out there hustling. I'm over here jobless, not working. And that was like the hitting the rock bottom. And I started to realize that something was the matter. I couldn't put my finger on it. Got a job, worked for a nonprofit. And then at one point, I was done even at work. So I'd been there for about four years, five years, and I had already got tired. So first kind of breakdown was in the living room. The next kind of breakdown was at work. And so what happened was I started to listen to a podcast and I was big on Eric Thomas. If you don't know who Eric Thomas is, shame on you. He's a great motivational speaker, but he is an in-your-face, suck-it-up, push-on, grind, grind, grind type of motivational speaker. And so I had one of the things that he had said is write out all your goals and you focus on everything that you can and work on those goals. So what I had done is I had listed all of my goals that I wanted to accomplish. In specific order was a better relationship with God because I just felt disconnected. A better relationship with my wife because I felt disconnected. I wanted a new car and I wanted more pay. And then those were my goals. And then later on, I started to list out like my priorities. What should come first? In a good, successful life, what should come first? What takes the number one priority? And so like a normal church-going Christ follower like I am, I put God is first, which it is and it still is. And at that time, it wasn't newsflash. And spoiler alert, it wasn't. And I'll get to that in a second. But I wrote down God first, my wife second. At this time, I had two boys. And so I put my sons and then my family, my mom, my dad, my sisters, and then work. Went throughout my day, and then I needed to get ready for the following day. So I started to write my schedule. And so my new schedule had been, because I was listening to Eric Thomas, and he was like, you know, if somebody's waking up at 5, I'm up at 6. I'm up at 3.45 in the morning. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to start waking up early. Because here was the lesson that I had learned then. If you want change, something needs to change. You can't, what's the definition of insanity, is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So I thought, if I have what I currently have because what I am currently doing, I need to change it. And so for a while, I had been waking up at five and going to the gym. And so the thing was like, get up, go to the gym, come home, have breakfast, get the kids ready, 
take him to school. Come home and it was like chill, relax. I didn't start work until later on in the day, like 10 o'clock. And then I'd go to work, come home, eat, watch TV, fall asleep, and that was it. And so I put down the schedule. And then at work, I had a subcategory of all the stuff I needed to get done at work. And so I did that at the end of the day. I got all my papers at the end of the day and I stacked them, get all my papers, right? Get all my papers, put them together, stack them up, and I put them on my desk. Well, as I leave my office, I close the door and the wind knocks some of my papers on the floor. And following morning, go through my first part of my schedule, wake up, go to the gym, come into work, nine, 10 o'clock in the morning. And there's a note on my desk that says uh, from the custodian, hey, Juan, there was papers on the floor, didn't know if it was trash or important. So I put them on your desk, but there was other papers on your desk and I didn't want them to get confused with what I picked up. I didn't know if you had it in a certain order. So everything that was on the floor, I taped and put on your window. And so I looked at my window, picked up the blinds. And when I picked up the blinds, you can see it was only three or four pieces of paper taped on the window. My window faces east. And so in the morning, the light was coming through my window. On one piece of paper, it had my priorities. On the other piece of paper, it had my goals. And on the other piece of paper, it had my uh, schedule, my daily schedule. The crazy thing was, was as I was writing it that day prior, I put them on different spots of the paper. One of them was all the way to the left on one piece of paper and some doodles and other things on the rest of it. On the second piece of paper, the priorities or the schedule, the goals was in the middle and doodles and other notes all over the place. And on the third piece of paper was the other one, which was daily schedule. And it was all the way to the right. So one paper left, other paper middle, other paper right. And so when it was taped to the wall, they were in like a row together. And I thought it was very interesting. And I felt like there was a God moment saying, do you see what I want you to see? Don't just look at the paper. It was almost like, remember back in the day, and I might date myself a little bit of how old I am. You remember those pictures in those books where there's a whole bunch of like squiggly lines and weird patterns and you'd stare at it. And then all of a sudden that a picture would emerge and be like a dragon or a castle and people couldn't see it. They're like, I don't see it. And you're like, oh, you have to cross your eyes and look at it, deep stare at it. And then the, an image will pop up. Anyways, it was kind of like that. And so I'm looking at it and I'm kind of zoning out and it hit me. My life was not in alignment. So my priority was God first on my daily schedule. It was go to the gym. And my number one goal was to have a better relationship with God. So have a better relationship with God. He's my number one priority. But yet the first thing I did when I woke up was go to the gym. My second goal was to have a better relationship with my wife. My second priority was my wife. When I came home from the gym, I made something to eat. My third priority was my kids. The third thing on my goals list was take my kids to school. Yeah, it kind of lines up. But the next thing on my schedule was not only take them to school, but then it was come home and chill. And so no wonder I didn't have a good relationship with God. My spiritual walk, my faith walk with God was all over the place. My relationship with my wife was mediocre at best. And to me, I was getting frustrated with certain things and I wasn't happy. And she was working really hard and 
I was kind of giving a half-assed effort. I just felt really numb. Skip forward a couple of years, find out that I suffer from PTSD and I would close things off. I would self-sabotage. I would push people away and she was one of them. And so I didn't take care of myself. I took care of myself physically, but I didn't take care of myself mentally. I wasn't taking care of myself spiritually. Our kids started to check me. We were getting ready to eat and my boys would say, dad, I thought we were supposed to pray before we ate. And I'm like, my kids know better than a grown man and a grown adult. I would leave and my wife would say, babe, you're not going to kiss me goodbye. Like everybody around me knew what I needed to do, but me. And so as a man, I was like, dude, man up. Like, bro, come on, get with it. And so out there, just think right now, are you doing everything to your ability? Are you struggling? And sometimes we need to write stuff down. And so I kind of took a break from work and I said, hey, my door's closed. I'm interruptible, but I kind of need time. And so I'm looking at all these papers and I'm like, I'm just going through life. Like life is attacking me and I'm not attacking life. I'm not even living a life. And so this was the second kind of come to moment, the yelling at God, I would hit the bottom, but I started to bounce back in realization of I'm not living to my full potential. God has given me talents. I'm great at something. Work is suffering. My relationships are suffering. It's time to step it up. And so I was like, what would this hypothetically look like if I aligned everything up? So wake up in the morning. If I'm up at five, wake up at 4.30. And for 30 minutes, the first 30 minutes, I would read my Bible, a devotional, or I would worship, put on some worship music, a shout out to Elevation Worship, Red Rock Music, and Bethel Music. You guys have gotten me through, got me through my rebound of life, if you will, my second life. and. I started to pray over specific things, my relationships, my walks, my work. I started to be real specific in, I need a better position. I need a raise. I need to become closer to my wife. I need, to, I need to call on God more in good times and in bad. And I just started to be more specific. And then my wife, right? My wife was number two. And so then I said, I asked my wife, what do you want, breakfast or coffee? And like a lot of you ladies and men out there, coffee first. I cannot function without coffee. So I said, cool. So before I left, to the gym, I would put on coffee. So when she woke up, she would have coffee. Go to the gym. When I'd come home at 6.30, 6.45, we'd wake up the boys. I would go and I would make my breakfast, but I would make them breakfast because they were number three. And then I would sit and eat with them. So priority, goal, and first thing on my schedule, God, God, and now God. Second thing, better relationship with wife, wife on the priority list, making coffee for my wife because she was still asleep at the time. And so I did something for her. And at times I would write notes, put it on the mirror, put it on the coffee cup. And the third thing was better relationship with my kids. And the third thing on my schedule was make them breakfast and eat with them, partake in life with them, talk to them, speak with them, be intentional with my time with my boys, take them to school and they would go and do their thing. And then I would come home and my time was spent watching, like catching up on ESPN and stuff. I'm like, that's not helping. So then I started digging into books and started working on my own growth. And that's where I found the help with the VA, talking to some friends. And I started to have this shift, if you will. And so this is the thing. When you are aligned, when there is alignment, you will get your next assignment. 
I didn't know what to do. I was just letting life hit me. And so once I got everything aligned, priorities, goals, schedule, boom, and I got them in alignment, I was like, oh, now I know my assignment. My assignment is to read this book and to pray, find a group of men to partake bread with and, and speak life with them, to them, over them, over me. And I found a, an entrepreneurship group and it was uh, believers in there. And you know, some of us got together and we, online and we would pray for each other. And so there was alignment there. Things started to click with my wife. Things started to click with the kids. I started to become happy because I found purpose in the direction of my life. Why? Because the alignment gave me my new assignment. I knew what to do. You know, the thing that's trending is kind of over now. Like, I understood the assignment. I did. I understood it. And the only reason why I understood it, because I got it in alignment. It is the same thing with the military and the police. When you shoot your weapon, you cannot blind shoot. You're not going to hit your target. But when the front sight post and the rear sight aperture line up with your eye, then you can take your shot. And I was getting pissed because I wasn't hitting my target. And now I fully understand, which is common sense, duh. You need to be aligned in order to hit your target. How are you going to hit the target with your weapon if you're not even aiming? I had nothing to aim at. So what I'm telling you today is the relevant development podcast is for those people who are just sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm a manager. I need to do better. I'm an employee and I want that management spot. And I've gotten looked over two or three other times. And this is my year. Students that are going to school that don't know if they should go to school or go to work or get a degree or not get a degree, go to trade school. Get alignment. Figure out what we need to do. This is for the husbands that are not feeling like they're doing their wife justice. For wives that say, I can do better. For kids, brothers, sons, whomever you are that are listening to it. If you're sick and tired of sick and tired and you're wondering, what the hell do I even do? Like, where is God in all this? Where's the universe? Where is, what do I do? Sit down, write it out. This is what I want you to do. I want you to write out your goals. I want you to write out your priority list and I want you to write out your daily schedule, how it currently is and what you want it to be and do those things line up. Again, when I did this, I wrote my priority list on what it should be, what I thought it was. My goals list is what I wanted it to be, but my daily schedule was truth in what it currently was. And so I had a shift in my schedule. So here's the thing, priorities, goals, and schedule. Write out your goals, what you want done. Write out your priorities and then write out your schedules. Your GPS will give you your direction. When you get in alignment, you get your assignment. The GPS will tell you where you need to go. And those goals will be a result of what you do in executing your schedule every single day with the lens of your priorities, your goals will come to you. And I give this example, I'll do this on another podcast where we talk about goals, but when you work on your specific thing that you need to do, your routine, your schedule, I am going to pray over my family. I'm going to pray with my wife. I'm going to pray at dinner. I'm going to read the Bible, a devotional, what it is. Well, guess what? That better relationship with God or that better relationship with your wife comes to you. Because I execute on my schedule every single day, the goal comes to me. I talked this, about this with weight loss. If you want to lose 10 pounds, that shouldn't necessarily be your goal. 
that will be the result of the goal. But if you eat what you're supposed to eat for breakfast, if you eat what you're supposed to eat for lunch, your snack, your dinner, your late night meal, whatever it is, and you go to the gym and you do your workout and you work on just that one day, and then you work on day two, then you work on day three and so forth and so on, guess what? Those 10 or 15 pounds will come to you. That will be the result of you executing it every single day. So you might need to reschedule your schedule. You might need to suck it up and go wake up a little bit earlier because if you're tired of what you're getting, you need to change what you are giving. It's time to wake up. It's time to take control over your situation. Stop being sick and tired of being sick and tired and go out and get what God wants to bless you with, what you deserve, your value for your family, for your kids, for your work, for yourself. Let's go out. Let's go get it. So when you come back and you come to episode two, be ready for some relevant development. Continue to raise that bar. I am your host, Juan Alvarado. Reach for that bar, pull yourself up, and let's get to that next level. But you can't get to that next level unless you raise that bar. God bless. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Relevant Development Podcast with Juan Alvarado. You can rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform and be sure to follow Juan on Instagram at Raise the Bar CEO. That's R A I Z E, the Bar CEO, or at WeRaiseTheBar.com. That's We R A I Z E, the Bar.com. We'll see you here we'll see next, you time. Here. See next, here. next time. Next time. Next time.